Hi, I'm Claire Wingfield. I'm a literary consultant and editor based in the UK, and today I'm going to be talking to book designer Dan Prescott of Cooper Street Type Company about how authors can get the best from working with a book designer. Dan and I have collaborated on a number of manuscripts together, and I'm so excited that he's going to be sharing some of his expertise and working practices with you today. Thanks so much for coming to talk to us about book design today, Dan. You're welcome. Thanks for having me um, in. So when you are working with a publishing company on a book, could you describe the typical process? Um, so the main points of contact usually in the publishing house is with the art director. So they'll be the person who's subbing out the work. So so, And they'll be briefing me on... Um, whether they've got an idea of the visuals that they want or I'm just basically talking through the brief and I'll be liaising with them. Um, sometimes the point of contact can also be the editor who's, who's managing the project. So it actually varies quite a lot between publishers and between um, areas of the industry. Trade publishers like Penguin, most of my liaison will be with the art department, whereas an educational publisher, most of the liaison will probably be with editorial because it's perhaps less of a creative process. So that's really interesting. So when there's an art department, does that mean that in-house they've already come up with a lot of the design? Yeah, well, they'll, I think because it's so sales-driven in a lot of ways, they will have, they will have gone through a, a quite a long process already about where they've discussed what, what look and feel they want to go for, what vibe they need the book to have before it's even subbed out. So you'll, you'll be at the point where it reaches me, it will be quite a fairly um, specific brief. That's where fantastic. Where they've actually got it, you know, they, they don't know what finished product they want, but they know what it, they want it to feel like, what they want it to look like, what elements they want. You know, if, if, it, if it's a high profile author, they know they want a photo of them on the front. You so know, it's been through quite a research process before they actually contact yeah. you as a designer. Um, so, um, when you work with a publishing ha company on a book, do you read the whole manuscript or a section of the manuscript or are you mainly working to a brief supplied by the publisher? It's quite, uh, you have quite different situation scenarios if you're dealing with a publisher or dealing with an independent author. If I'm working with a publisher, I wouldn't be expected, nine times out of ten, I wouldn't be expected to read the manuscript. My, um, I would base everything on the brief that the art director would give me and the conversations that we would have. And I would expect that they would give me the, all the information I needed to fulfil the brief. Um, and am I right that the art director and the, the art department will have done quite a lot of research into how they want the look of the book to be before they contact, before they work with you? Yeah, it, um, in my experience, it seems to have, before it even kind of, falls on my desk, it seems to have gone through quite a, a, a long process of um, discussion and, um, you know, brainstorming about the look and feel of the book, about how they want to present it, about how they, um, you know, if it's a, if it's a big name author, whether it's going to need to have a photo on the front, the kind of uh, typography they want to use. So yeah, by the time I'm given the brief, it's gone through that process even for a couple of months, maybe. And so is, is the brief quite a lengthy document sometimes, or...? Um, it can be. 
it really depends on the type of book. Sometimes it's it's it can be lengthy with yeah descriptions of what they want, um, the kind of look and feel they want, the kind of colour schemes. Sometimes it can just be we're going in this genre, you know, look at this book, this book, this book in the in the same genre, and use that as your as your guide, you know, you know for a, a kind of lifestyle book, for example, there'll be like look give three or four examples of successful books in the genre and and that just gives you that guidance you know um fantastic and when you're working with an independent author do you um what do you use then well i think we're working with independent authors i would definitely expect to read a lot more of the content i would i probably wouldn't read the whole book i'd probably read a couple of chapters read the synopsis um I know you work on, you sometimes work with authors on creating um, cover documents for their submissions for publishers, um, which give a kind of synopsis and encapsulate the the, uh, the concepts of the book and, and its target audience and things like that. And that is always a great bit of information for me to have when I'm designing the covers, because it... Um, you know, it just gives a, a concise idea of, of of what they envisage the book to be, who it's targeting, the kind of vibe that they're going for, and that kind of thing. And so you can you can tie the, the cover design into that. Um, Excellent. So it could be um, if somebody had previously submitted to an agent or publisher, the material from the cover letter could be perfect to show um, the designer. And if you have a the pitch or the product description that you're planning to use as your sales text, that can be ideal to share with your cover designer too, which means that you get a really good match between the text of your sales description and the image of the book, which yeah. is exactly the authenticity that a reader is looking for yeah. when they go to buy a book. Well, that, for a designer, that kind of information is invaluable because it... You know, it just gives you that snippet of, of exactly what they want the book to represent. Um, um, in fact, the project I've been working on recently with an independent author, they actually gave me a scene from the book that they wanted to depict on the cover because they felt that that scene was kind of pivotal to the whole book. Oh, fantastic. Um, that's another good, so really that's good approach. more specific. And when working with a publishing house... What's the etiquette of author, editor and designer interaction? Is all the contact with the publishing house or do you sometimes work directly with the author? In my experience, there'd be zero interaction between the designer and the author in that, in the, in that context. The, um, everything would go through the art department or the editorial department. I mean, I'm, I don't know if that's the case with everyone, but I've... I've Whenever I work with publishers, I've never um, had any interaction with the authors. So it's a, for you, as a designer, it's a very different process for you, sometimes working directly with the author and sometimes working with a publishing company. Yeah, it's a completely different relationship, really. I suppose that has its pros and cons in a way, doesn't it? Maybe the author is more passionate about the project, so um, the communication with you covers a lot of different things and but maybe with a publishing house there is more 
I suppose they may have a clearer eye on the research or the sales. Yeah. They may have done more of that work before yeah. they approach you. I mean, the benefit of, of working directly with the author is that yeah, you get that, you get involved in that, that process and you, you, that personal relationship and, and the passion that they have about their own product. But then, like you say, they, have, they lack the objectivity that a publisher would have, possibly. And the other considerations that, that an editor may have to take into account, they've got the sales department telling them they need to do this. They've got marketing telling them they need to do this. So there are pros and cons of, of both processes, but they are quite different. I suppose that obviously always keeps your working life interesting, yeah. doesn't it, to have that. Brilliant. So if you are going to, if you're an independent author and looking to work with a cover designer, perhaps it's your first book, could you tell us, Dan, what a writer can consider when looking for or hiring a designer and how they can get the best out of the process? I think the first, first thing to do is look at the designer's previous work, really. That gives you an idea of the quality of their work and you know, whether they've got a specific style that they that they often use, whether or whether you know, just whether you engage with their style, whether whether you feel it can match the, the look you're going for, because essentially it is a a visual creative process. So it's all about it's all about the result that you get. So you have to make sure that you're confident that they're going to create the result that you need. Is it what would you find worse for you? A brief that is too open, so in, if an author expresses no preference um, or is a little indecisive, or one where an author has a really clear idea of what they want and has almost planned out the whole project themselves? I, maybe counterintuitively, I actually think it's worse if it's completely open brief. The, the options available to you are so vast that you need some kind of points of reference or some kind of guidance just just to whittle it down to because inevitably even if it is an open brief the author is bound to have some idea in their mind of what they want um, it may just be a case that you need to tease that out of them have you got any advice if an author has a book that they need a cover for and they really have no idea what direction they would like to go in i think from as as a designer in that in that situation, one of the most helpful things is just to get examples of existing books that either they like the look of or they think works well, or that not necessarily they they like to emulate. Just uh, you know examples of design that they like, colors even color schemes that they like, typefaces that they like. Yeah. Just examples of things, and that gives you at least some frame of reference. I wonder if it would ever work to um, even take it away from books and yeah. look at a film poster or yeah, CD or, covers, yeah. or so you could be bringing a different different influence in, or maybe using a Pinterest mood board. Absolutely, yeah. I've, done, I've worked with authors who have done that in the past, and that's really helpful because it just it just helps to build up an idea of what's in their brain, basically. Yeah. You know. Just gives you a steer on, on, um, on what their tastes are and what they what they think works and what doesn't work. It's 
the, the kind of design process is so broad that by giving examples, it's not necessarily saying this is what I want. It's just giving some kind of flavour or some feel of of what you're trying to produce. You know. And I wonder if taking the idea from an art department in a large publishing house, if some research, I wonder how useful it is for for independent publishers or authors to to do some some research. I wonder sometimes if you share an idea and get lots of different feedback, that can be tricky. But there may be ways of engaging with your readership to ask their opinion on which elements of a cover works for them. Yeah. And I know a lot of people talk about split testing, so trying different versions of a cover um, and changing one or two things or changing one thing per test to work out what a readership is responding well to, mm. which can you can do very well using social media. Um, so all things to, to think and about. And I guess that, um, that also depends on how, you know, the motivations for the author, whether they're, you know, whether it's a pet project um, and creativity is more is the most important thing or whether or whether they're sales driven and, and they're looking to sell as many units as possible there are you know there'll, there'll be different considerations for different depending on what the author's wanting to get out of the project i mentioned um get, getting feedback on designs a few of the writers i've worked with have described being a little worried about communicating with their designer if they've not been happy with a design how do you feel when you're asked to come up with a new idea or how can we yeah how how do you do you think it's a good idea to get feedback from different people and do you sometimes feel that that can derail the process or for me the most important thing is to, is to create a product or create a design that the author is absolutely happy with and that, that they feel is is representing the book in the in the best possible way so if the author's not happy the main thing is to just mention it and talk about it so so if problems are coming up the best idea is to talk about it as early as possible yeah and even sometimes you can perhaps press pause on a project mm. and um it's nice just to say i'm having i'm just having a few days to think about this design so if you've got any further work that you were going to be doing you can pause that while i just um, sit with the design because book design can it, it once you've had a cover launched you can stick with it for a long time so you do want to get it right but um, definitely for everybody's um, sanity to mention things as early as you can yeah when I'm working with an author I would usually submit probably three designs up front anyway so you would hope that that would uh, that gives the openness that that's needed up front you know not I don't think it can be too prescriptive yeah. at that initial stage. Does genre matter to you, or are you able to design a cover for most books? I don't think genre does matter, really. I think the kind of design, the core design skills are fairly universal. So, in theory, you can apply them to any, any genre, really. You'd be equally able to design for a cookery book or a... Or a work of literary fiction. Yeah, yeah. Because so you just it's it's you know different decisions that you make, different or different solutions that you come up with that um, that make 
the design work in those different contexts, different typefaces, different different colours, different use of graphics. You know, these are they're all these are all basic skills, but you're using them in different contexts. So. And do you share your work with the author as you're going through the process, or does it tend to be at the end of the process? Well, as I mentioned up, up so after having the initial discussions with the author and getting some idea of what they're looking for, I would produce three different designs, submit them at that stage up front to the author and get their feedback on the three designs and probably at that stage whittle it down to one and then we take that one forward and for me I go backwards and forwards constantly with the author so I get their feedback on the design make any changes that they suggested resubmit it and go through that process again and again until until we've reached a you know a design that we're both happy with so it's a constant conversation really rather than a kind of go away squirrel squirrel away for a couple of months and come back and give them a finished design it's more of a collaboration